Yeah, yeah. Cart, what are you doing up here? I, I, I'm so sorry, you guys. I, I just didn't want you to have to see me like this. It's all right, dude. Can we please just go to the dump now? If I have to go, I'm gonna do it my way. I wanna be sent off this cliff, into the ocean, filled with fireworks from a third world country, to go out in a blaze of glory. That's my final, final wish. That's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Welcome back, everybody, to The Excellent Podcast. This is the show where we sit down and watch every single episode of Regular Show and give you a breakdown. I'm your co-host, Jason. And I am your other co-host, Josh. Hold on, let me just open a can of Red Bull. Dude, oh, yeah. I I just finished having a... Hold on, let me look at the can. One sec. Wait, I gotta take off my headphones because it's on the other side of the room. I really Wait. hope the audience... I really <laughs> hope the audience could have could hear me cracking open a Red Bull because that was oh, mm, amazing. I just finished having a C4 Smart Energy. Oh, I've heard about these. They're Hold actually on. really good. Let me let me double check. I'm gonna look at Google Images. It says C4. Yeah, C4 Smart Energy. I am drinking the sparkling strawberry guava flavor. Ah. And it was pretty promising. It has zero sugar, natural energy, which um, uh, supposedly boosts metabolism, supports fat loss, and sharpens mental focus. Um, <laughs> it does have. 200 milligrams of caffeine though okay so lately in the past like couple weeks i've seen Mm -hmm. and heard a lot of people talk a lot about c4 okay i don't know i mean i'll try it i'll I'll, I'll give it a try you said this what are you having right now like what flavor yeah strawberry guava strawberry guava Hmm. um i will say that i rarely ever drink caffeine um this is my second caffeinated drink of the day and i'm gonna get to that (laughs) dude are you sure you need to i mean i might need to but maybe Um, not red bull so well first of all uh i got this can of c4 for free at a street festival uh this this past sunday or maybe two sundays ago um Mm -hmm. Me and my family went to uh, Sundays on State Street. It's that same street festival that I brought you guys to when you were visiting. Mm -hmm. And um, it was actually the last Sundays at State because it only runs for the summer. Yeah. So, And they had a C4 tent and they were just handing out free cans. And um, I've been saving it for a time where I really needed it because today has been very long. I can hear it in your voice. I'm leaning back right now. I'm stretching because I uh, came back from class like four four hours ago. Bro, I was literally thinking to myself when I was at work, why the hell, like, why the hell do I, like, choose to, like, cram everything on a Tuesday where I have to wake up early, be at work, and interact with people all day? And then I go home, and an hour later, I just do the podcast. I'm just working all freaking day. And it's because Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays are pretty, like, chill. Okay. Depending on the week. But Tuesdays is always go, go, go for me. Do you want to so... move it on Mondays? I, pro- <laughs> I can. Um, may- maybe I could, too. We could talk about this after. But, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I-, I would rather have, like, work spanned out in the week rather than have like four chill days and then one extreme day um, i mean yeah but this week 
or this this day was probably one of the worst ones. You know why, Josh? Why? I so I barely slept last night. Okay. Um, I last night I was feeling pretty tired, and I started to fall asleep on the couch. And at 9.30, I was like, I told my mom, I was like, oh, I'm pretty tired. I'm going to go to bed. And I felt like I felt bold enough to be able to go to bed at 9.30 p.m., Uh assuming that I could sleep 11 hours to wake up at 8.30. Yeah. Um, I did not make it that far. In fact, I woke up three hours later at 12.30 a.m. Oh, my God. And I could not go back to sleep. So from 12.30 to 8.30, I was just either staring at the ceiling trying to go to bed or i finally folded and started to scroll on my phone huh. so yeah i've it's 5 8 p.m and i've been awake since 12 30 a.m uh, yeah no it's today so, i was gonna say do you like listening to uh not asmr well i guess asmr but asmr like white noise kind of things um, i did try brown noise the other night and the it was brown noise there's different like like i guess colors of it there's white noise there is brown noise there is uh, apparently there's like a pink and green noise i don't know what the heck's the difference but um i i found that white noise could be a little too extreme sometimes so brown noise is like softer i don't know what what is considered brown noise um for here this is what brown noise sounds like and this is what white noise sounds like that's just for the viewers. We we didn't yeah. hear it, but <laughs> there <Okay>. you go. <laughs> um, oh wow, I know the difference. Oh yeah, a couple a couple days ago, I tried brown noise and it worked like a charm. But then last night, I tried it again, but because I was already awake, it didn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. So, um, but since I had to be at work early, uh, it's Tuesdays where I get coffee with the team. So that was my first oh. caffeinated drink of the day. Nice. Um, oh. And then later, later in the day at noon, me and my team ate outside, and it was a like a sweltering eighty nine degrees out. God damn it! You're and telling me I, it's hot as fuck. And that's we're, we're gonna get to that later. So I was like sweating up a storm, and I barely sweat when we were eating. So I was low on sleep. I was sweating outside. And then on top of that, the workload was like super stressful today. Um, we're <clears throat> we're approaching our kind of like a busy season at work because all this um, a lot of the people are back, mm-hmm. and this is one of the first times at this job where I've actually felt some type of stress and like the in the sense where like I had a lot on my plate. Yeah, but yeah, you know, I it was gonna come eventually, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I. Just like every single Tuesday, this has become a routine. I haven't eaten a lot today, but... Yeah, that happens. But I have a solution, and I'm going to tell you, you that, Josh. Is it uh, meal prep or microwavable food? So, um, <clears throat> I had a pizza... Uh, I had a slice of pizza for breakfast, okay. um, because it was leftovers. And then I had lunch at work, like I was saying. So, I haven't uh-huh. had dinner yet, and this is usually a time where I would need to eat. Except we're busy recording. So, yeah. the solution is, I you might not know, Josh, but there is this thing that you could do in between meals to sort of like hold yourself over. It's this thing called snacks. And, wow. And I, 
I have two bags of uh, these things called chips in front of me. <laughs> Why are you and talking to me like I'm a four-year-old? I'm opening these up, and I came prepared today, and you know why I came prepared? Why? Because Tony always learns from his mistakes. I'm going to pretend I understand that reference. <laughs> I'm surprised that you don't. So I, I, um, It'll probably come to me. <laughs> that being said, welcome back, everybody, to Excellent ASMR. This is the show where you... Ooh, yeah. The fact that I can't hear it pisses me off a little bit. I just, I just crunched hella hard. Hold on, let me. Mm. Ew! Oh god! Even I heard it. I didn't like that. <laughs> For some reason, like hearing other people chew sometimes is all is eh. I know a lot of people are like, oh, that's gross. Whatever. Drinking just sounds a bit more <laughs> disgusting. In my yeah, because it's wet. It is. Yeah, it's yeah. wet. It's wet. Um, yeah, so the only news that I really have this week, I, I was looking through, like, what's currently going on. And, you know, mm-hmm. uh, there there was nothing that was, like, really, like, report worthy. Um, things are happening, but what do you got? Uh, Blue Beetle was actually great. Okay, Um, I think my, my brother and my dad saw it. Uh, what, what is What exactly is it about? So it's about a Mexican kid who gets superpowers, and then he has a fight, uh, some evil corporation, wins, then he has family. <laughs> wow, I feel it's, like I'm I horrible, just saw it. <laughs> I'm horrible at describing things like that, but it overall it felt really refreshing watching a superhero movie that didn't have any interconnectivity with anything else. I mean, it made yeah. references to, like, Superman, Batman, whatever, but it didn't specify who. You know what I mean? Right. Okay, yeah. Well, in the last episode, I talked about Barbie as well as TMNT. And so I haven't seen it. You should. Uh, have you seen Oppenheimer yet? Nope. I'm, I'm uh, trying to, but uh, I didn't tell you this, but my class has started this week. Or my class. Yeah, Monday. But Oh, right, because uh, school's back in session. Yeah, but I can definitely make time for movies now. Yeah, my little brother's back in school. But mm-hmm. with Oppenheimer, I um this Saturday, my um we are getting together with my family, my aunt on my mom's side. Mm-hmm. And she has uh two kids. The older one, uh the boy, he's in he's a senior in high school, and then I think the the little girl, she is I wanna say in seventh grade. Are you sure but- the seventh grader should be going to that movie well the girls are gonna go see barbie while the guys are gonna go see oppenheimer why not do it the other way around <laughs> why is that why not okay well actually um that that my little cousin she had seen barbie with like her friends who were all also her age okay. and i mean i th- this probably came as a shock to a lot of people like a younger audience that saw barbie okay Barbie is not really a kids movie. And you know, I kind of figured but do yeah. I want to know how? Well, uh, if you if you want to no context, listen to our last episode, whatever episode it was. I forgot the title already. <laughs> um <laughs> shit. Uh, uh, I, uh, uh, uh greatest trucker in the world. Trucker Hall of Fame. Trucker Hall of Fame. Yeah, I it had to do something about trucks. 
<laughs> yeah. So, um, other than that, uh, I'm excited for Oppenheimer. And the news I got is that this week has been the hottest week of the year, probably. Um, do you do you know what the weather is going to be like this Wednesday and Thursday? It's like 89 to almost 100 degrees. So in, from what I saw in Chicago in the area, Wednesday will be I believe it's 99, and then Thursday uh. will be 101. Uh. And I have to be outside on both of those days. What's so. your uh, what's your like? I wouldn't say uniform call, but like, don't doesn't uh, production and and crew have to wear like black? Because I just know um, you wear black. I, I well, I wear black because that's just my aesthetic. Okay. But um, at my work we are business casual. Oh. And if okay. you if you want, we're allowed to wear t-shirts. But mm-hmm. I always try to like, um, I wear like a blank t-shirt that has no text on it, or I wear like, uh, like company t-shirts, you know. Like I, that. I think wearing company t-shirts is a more reliable option than just choosing from your own wardrobe. Yeah, because uh, I, outside of work, I'm I wear graphic tees and I can't yeah. wear those at work. For the most part, I've kept my tattoos hidden at work. But, um, and I, as I meet like more coworkers and I become like more comfortable with them, I've slowly started to like let them out. But this. This Thursday is going to be the first time where um, I'm going to be working alongside, I guess you could say, the the CEO. Oh. Not going too much context, uh, but oh. yeah. Um, I I mean, th- it's a part of me. It's something that I like can't like hide for like forever. And then it's going to be 101 degrees and I'm going to be in the hot, sweltering sun. I don't care. I'm not going to wear a long sleeve anymore. I mean, if they question you, like, the meaning behind it, it's not like it's anything horrible. Like, when oh, yeah, no. when people see my tattoo on my forearm, my only tattoo on my forearm, in my head, or at least according to my family, uh, they say, like, oh, if they see your tattoo, they're going to think you're a part of a gang or whatever. Dude, that, that, that's such a Filipino mentality. It is. It's <laughs> like, I just like dragons. Yeah, it, it represents strength. It's, it's, it's just like, um... That remember that prank that Deji did on Yinka? Oh, oh my God! Yeah, I think I do. <laughs> that was so funny. Uh, anyways, have so, you been? Uh, have you ever been dumped? I'm trying to transition to the episode. Um, have I ever uh, had to? Well, my family has had to scrap a car before. Oh, actually, actually, um, yeah. Well, well, um, so my my uncle he had a uh an suv that he was going to uh take to the to the junkyard because like mm-hmm. after your car like after you're done with the car um you could like scrap and you could get like money for the parts and stuff like that like for the metal uh-huh. um but that was the time where i was a sophomore and my sister was a senior in high school and we were in the market for a car just to use like me and her to get to school yeah uh-huh. so we said, like, hey, instead of you taking it to the junkyard, we'll buy it off of you. And we did. So for that one year, uh, that's how me and my sister got to school. And so we used the car in the day. And then my dad used the car at night when he needed to go DJ okay. with all of his equipment. And then that car was, that SUV was supposed to be mine, but then it actually died. So oh. we ended up working things out. But. Well, speaking of, you know my car, my current one right now? 
Yes, I, I took a selfie laying on the hood of it when I visited you at work. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to have to do that to my car eventually. eventually yeah, every car like um, comes the time. I had a note about mine that I, I'm going to get to later. Oh, I was going to say, like, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't have any emotional attachment to that thing. I've been wanting to get rid of it since the day I got it. Yeah, yeah, and that's fair. But like when you, so that means that when you get your your next car, it'll be like one that you care about. Oh yeah, most definitely. I will cherish mm-hmm. that like it's my own baby. Um, I have a friend. He just recently got a, uh, what is it? It's a um, it's a Kia something. Oh, um, is it like is it like a small little four door car? Uh. It's uh, it's it's not like a small one. It's like about the size of a of a of a Forerunner, like a Toyota, oh, uh, like okay. a, a Rav Four. Hold on. Okay, um, I know what you're talking about now. I have an I have an idea. It's a it's a oh, it is a Kia Sportage. That's what it is. Uh, that's not bad. Is it new? Yes, it, he got it from like the dealership and everything. Oh. So it's it's legit see, and stuff. See, this is how you know we're getting old because we know about cars. We have to yeah, know about cars. It sucks. Yeah, and we uh we recently uh took a trip up to Wisconsin Dells and freaking he got door dinged by this uh, <laughs> this uh family next to us that were arguing with each other and they had no sense of like uh awareness. Oh. Uh, it it was I was I was I was pissed for him and he was like quiet for like almost the rest of the day and I was like, dude, I understand you just got it. Mm-hmm. But hey, at least he do- he could actually drive it now. He he like kind of broke the seal. It got dinged. Now he could actually like he doesn't have to be careful anymore. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, like it it got broken. Oh, it, I was gonna say it got broken into. No, it <laughs> it got broken. It got bro- not broken down. What is the correct terminology for it? It's like got broken in. That it sounds yeah. horrible, but you know. Yeah. So, um, as we could see. Eventually, any vehicle or car that you have will be on its last leg, such as the famous cart that Mordecai and Rigby like to drive. And that's what this episode is about. The cart is going out of commission. I have to pee. Okay, go for it. <laughs> it's that, it was that C4, that's why. Okay, BRB. For those of you who are still listening, the Red Bull I am currently drinking is the regular Red Bull, the navy blue one uh i did have i do have like sugar-free red bull or i don't have it but i've tried it it's all right i might go for three or four actually because i don't know my sleep schedule has been way off so i know it is probably bad if i drink one right now what time is it it is 5 24 currently uh, all right i've had energy drinks at like 6 7 p.m and that's probably not a good idea that is not a good idea at all when i um i remember it was over quarantine i had this phase of i would like stay up all night where like the the sun would come up and i still hadn't slept yet for the night yeah and one night it was because um i was gaming with my friends and because we weren't like we couldn't go anywhere to go grocery shopping the only thing to drink was water which mm-hmm. i mean in hindsight that's that's good for you it's probably better yeah but i wanted something with like actual flavor you know yeah. oh yeah so wait so why not so, drink soda we we didn't have any soda it was oh. like we literally had only water oh um so the only thing that i had uh 
that I had to drink, I um, it was G Fuel. I had a huge like powder tub, oh, and yeah. I drank uh, a tall boy shaker of G Fuel at seven eight p.m. Ooh, and I was up all night. I could not sleep at all. Hmm. I'm deciding. Do I want? Nah. You know what? I'll ride this one can of Red Bull <laughs> out, and hopefully by the end of this session, I'll I'll be well enough to make a small cup of coffee. Hmm. Okay. In the meantime, though, out of commission, this episode came out on June twenty fifth, twenty twelve, and this oh is season God. three, episode thirty two. Holy shit! How do we? It's it 31. is thirty two, right? Says thirty one. I. Um, I'm actually watching this on HBO Max and not Hulu today. What? So may- maybe that's why my episodes are off. Uh, we we've specified before that how we list our episodes, we always go off of the Hulu listing because that's uh-huh. been screwed up before. You you might have remembered that, but yeah. As I was preparing for the podcast today, I opened up Hulu and I was logged out. So I was like, okay, HBO Max, it is for today. Um, that that's a well, quick question. What's your next episode? Can you see? Um, my next episode. Well, I kind of didn't want to exit out because I oh, had okay, it paused. Nope, I already. It was too late. Now I gotta all right. scroll all the way hell over here, wasting that's, time in the podcast. So, that's so <laughs> weird. Why does APO Max have to do that? I don't know. Um, but the one after Out of Commission is Fancy Restaurant. Okay, then that that's I have that one too. We open up today's episode. Rock music is playing, and Mordecai and Rigby are driving through, speeding in the golf cart all across the park, and they're just having fun. And you know, it's just bro time. They're like kind of doing like a, they're like flying airborne off in hills. They're kind of swerving. They're like kind of air air drumming, and you know, they're just like driving recklessly, honking the horn, flashing the lights, and they're like laughing into each other. Rigby and Mordecai feel all powered in their car, and Rigby's like, oh, listen to that engine purr. Thanks to the cart, we picked up this manure in record time, and we look in the back of the cart. There's, like, a bunch of bags of manure, which, as you know, is shit. So, manure equals shit? Mm-hmm. I, I had a note that this could possibly be a reference to Back to the Future. How so? I, it's been a um, while. It, in, in one of the scenes biff and marty get into like the skateboard chase and then it ends with oh ramming his car into the side of a manure truck and it gets all dirty and stuff okay yeah that's that's okay yeah i remember that one yeah and being that that's like an 80s movie jg quintel we all know he likes his 80s references but um mordecai agrees he's all like oh yeah dude with this cart there's no lame job benson can give us that we can't handle but then he's like, oh, speaking of jobs, we're late for the staff meeting. And then Rigby's like, punch it then. So uh, Mordecai steps on it and they go like, woo. And they're driving through the car, uh, the park. And then they finally get to the house where the morning meeting obviously is already going on. Um, Benson turns around. He's like, oh, look who decided to show up. And then Mordecai and Riggs are like, oh, sorry, Benson. <clears throat> They sit down and Benson says, as I was saying, I crunched the numbers and the park has extra money this year. So Mordecai and Rigby, you could take this hunk of junk to the dump. And he's referring to the cart, which, by the way, the cart is like visibly like kind of beaten down. It's all rusty. There's mud all over it and stuff. And it's not clean at all. So um, Mordecai and Rigby are like, whoa, what? And then Benson unveils something. What is it? 
So he grabs the un he grabs the object that's being hidden over a mat, and reveals uh to the park and says, "Say guten tag to the smarten carton." And in the front of the hood of the new smart cart, it has a uh, German lettering, where I mean it's smarten carton, but with the A's has two. I don't know what they're called. It's spelled it, in it's, German. It's called, it's called umlauts, I believe. Umlauts? When, when a letter has two dots over it, I believe it is an umlaut. Okay. Well, that's... Now I know. Anyway, so this cart is a... Uh, think of a Tesla, but as mm -hmm. a cart, but as a golf cart. It has rear view mirrors. Like, uh, it's it's close off, or the top is closed off. It really does actually look like a Tesla, like the more, the more I'm looking at it. Yeah. Uh, so as soon as Benson's done saying Guten Tag, the cart's front window spells out in cursive Guten Tag. Everyone in the park is all amazed, but Mordecai and Rigby are like, dude, what? Uh, Pop, Pop skips, Muscle Man fives, all run towards the cart to check it out. Benson uh, reads off the manual saying modern, sophisticated, powerful. These are three adjectives used to describe this miracle of German engineering. Skips pops open the hood and is amazed. And he says, whoa, this thing has a hundred horsepower. <laughs> uh, pops goes into the back and says, a device that holds beverages, referring to the cup holder that's in the back, which is essential to almost every car in existence. Yes. Muscleman is in the driver's seat. And he's looking at the console and he gasps and he says, no way, a butt warmer as he points to the seat warmer button and he presses it, which has the driver, the driver's seat uh, warm up. Wait, what? I, I, well, yeah, you were saying that like there, there's like these heating coils on the, on the seats and muscle man's like sitting on it, warming up his butt. But yeah. what I noticed is that um, there's a button underneath that that says AC. Why the hell does a golf cart need AC in it if there's no doors, you know? Um, that's a good question. Maybe if it's like 101 degrees outside like it's going to be this week, that you could just press it and it just blasts ice cold air. I, I guess that it's this technology is probably advanced enough where you could still like feel a sense of like cold while you have no doors and you're out in the heat. Yeah. And also and I there's... just realized that, but yeah, I think you were going to say, what is it? Uh, yeah. There's a GPS onto the right of this, onto the right of the screen. Mm -hmm. That's, that's very advanced. There's that, there's the cruise control, which I don't know why you'd need a cruise control when you're just, again, it's a go-kart, a golf cart. But you know what I think this cart runs on? Huh. Batteries. Like a Tesla. Oh. Like it doesn't use gas at all. <laughs> it could be electronic. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but Mordecai, Mordecai kind of steps in like while everyone's glamoring over the new golf cart. He's all like, oh, who needs all that stuff? Here are a few words to describe the cart. And Mordor and Riggs go back to the OG cart. They're like, reliable. Uh, classic. And then he sniffs it. He's like, oh, um, won't smell like manure later. And then Rigby takes a seat and he said, these seats are vintage simulated vinyl. And then we get more detail of how 
The seats are all ripped up and they're kind of held together by patches and duct tape. Um, given more detail on how beat down this cart is. Then Mordecai says, look at these classic details. And then he points to a bunch of like uh, bumper stickers on the front of the golf cart. And Benson's like, those are stickers. But then Mordecai says, dude, Benson, the cart's been at the park forever. It's like a member of the family. You can't get rid of it. And Rigby says, it's the eight worker of the park. And Benson's like, that cart's engine is on its last legs. It's it's releasing noxious gas fumes in the air all the time. And then (laughs) Rigby, he makes a joke. He's like, we're not taking Muscle Man to the dump. And he's always releasing noxious fumes. And then (laughs) Muscle Man kind of lunges at Rigby for the joke but then high fives kind of like pushes them back be like no dude he's not worth it uh benson kind of he's all like guys guys i know you had a lot of good times in that cart but it's not cost effective who's gonna pay the bills for it mordecai says we'll pay them and then benson says so you'll pay the gas bill you'll pay the repair bills not to mention insurance tags and the occasional tetanus shot and then mordecai and rigby are like it'll be easy and so Mordecai or Mordecai gets handed a stack of papers that Benson was holding in his fanny pack. He looks at it and Mordecai's like, $2,000? And then Benson says, yep, paid in full every month for the rest of your life. And then Mordecai is like, ah, you've made your point. Benson sends him off saying, take that cart to the dump by the end of the day or you're fired. Um, quick note before this next scene. Okay. Does does your car give off noxious gas fumes that you could like smell? I mean, it smells like gas, but it's nothing noxious. <sighs> so my does van, your van is thir- do that? <laughs> it my van is thirty years old. Um, it, it's it's a camper van, you know. It's it's a, I mean, it's it's made for van life. Yeah. <laughs> and, um. While it still runs amazing and it's like it is super like it's so good for its age, I will say that the engine gives off a very strong gas smell. Uh huh. You know when like you like really need to give an oil, get an oil change and you like there's a smell that your engine gives off. Yeah. Um, my van almost always smells like that, but it's not because of I need to change anything. It's just because it's it's like dang old. Yeah kind of it kind of smells like motorcycle exhaust or like a like a boat engine starting up yeah. i mean and, it's not all too i mean to me though those smells are like fine whatever but i know to a lot of other people they're just like that's gross yeah and then you get those uh those car guys at like car shows who like love that smell it's like they those types of guys they're the ones that drink oil from their cars like straight up yeah when they're empty when they're doing an oil change, instead of like, uh, instead of holding a bucket under the the oil tank, they just put their mouths under it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Damn. But no, no, you were talk- talking about like uh, cars not having uh, their oil change after a while. Mm-hmm. D- really dumb story. Uh, when I first got the car, uh, my current car, I was I found out that my tita never got that car. Uh, that car's oil changed once and how many it's been like uh, freaking like 12 years or something i don't Dude, know wait actually uh, i feel like that engine would have died it it was uh, surprisingly what? not holy shit because if you 
if you drive for like as little as 30 minutes with like like no oil uh-huh. you could burn out your engine so another thing happened the coolant <laughs> or i think the more recent one the recent problem was that the coolant was was overheating so that caused my car to overheat and break down like there was so many things wrong with this car that i put so much money into that my that could have prevented and taken care of but she had no knowledge of of car maintenance whatsoever dude what the heck i know and i'm just like my this is why my brother has the better car and he's been and he takes that motherfucker like all all the way to schaumburg like six days a week Mm, damn yeah that's that's a pretty big hike yep that's all right but um see you have to have like at least like some knowledge on cars and like how they operate like for example um one time my van had uh there was a nail in the the front left tire and it was slowly leaking air oh and i had to like manually like pump it back with one of those like portable air air pressurizer things yeah uh-huh and then um i got it fixed at at um i think it was like autozone or something like that because mm-hmm. if you have like something in your tire, they'll fix it for free. Yeah. And um, while they were refilling the air, they um, they told me that my tires could use premium air, uh, for like it it only like ran me like an extra eighty bucks. But I mean, All it's right. premium air, so I went with it. And also, I needed to fill up my gas tank, and it happened to be St. Patrick's Day. And when I was at the pump, they were apparently they were having a uh, a St. Patrick's Day special on gas. And there was the green pump there, so I used that, right. and it was amazing. And then, for some reason, my van started making weird noises after that. I don't know. It can't be because of the green gas that they that they put in my van, but, you know. I don't think that was green gas. I'm pretty sure you put diesel. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Do you know what? Oh, my God. When I, what, that was this time where me and Jacob were driving. This one, he had his Mercedes, the low two-door. Two yeah <clears throat> i remember uh me and him stopped at a gas station because his car needed gas and usually i've only known cars getting regular i mean i know there's other cars that get like premium and super whatever mm-hmm. jacob's car at the time took i think the premium one and this shocked me because if you know gas prices are they vary differently yeah, yeah. So, so he spent at least, or he spent at least twice as more than anyone that uses regular, and I thought that was crazy to me. Yeah, it's pretty insane. Um, gas prices. I, I, my dad was saying it's because it's the summer right now, and everyone's like traveling. Mm-hmm. <sighs> when I was in the area uh, last weekend, gas prices were like it was at four seventy nine. Yeah, that which that's is horrible insane that is crazy oh yeah i was gonna ask you do you know how to change a tire um or do you have some idea i i do not know how to change a tire no i have Uh, you have have to like i remember in in high school we learned how to change and drivers ed. we had we learned how to change a tire we did yeah well if you went to uh driver's ed in the school and not outside of school you got to learn those types of things i don't remember that really wait did you not take driver's ed in high school no no yeah it was sophomore year and, and but i don't ever remember 
really? learning how to change a tire. They probably taught it to us, but it was such a long time ago. <laughs> no, like I said, like, I don't remember specifically, but I know like you need some kind of um, fucking some jack to to lift your car up. That's about it. Yeah, that's all that. I remember. Yeah, well, that's basic knowledge, but I don't know actually like how to do it. Do it. It's <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, despite my van having a, um, you know how camper vans, they have that signature, like, wheel on the extra spare tire on the back? Uh-huh. Yeah, well, I have one of those, and I've never used it before, so. Yeah, no, I tend to forget that there's a spare tire underneath my trunk area, like, a secret compartment oh, right. where the trunk is. True, yeah. But, uh, so... With the cart being out of commission, why don't you continue to see what's going to happen next? So we clock wipe to Mordecai Rigby chilling at an airport uh, strip or airport runway, just drinking sodas, watching all the planes go down or not go down. They all land on on top of them Uh, and they're having this little sentimental moment. Both of them sigh. And Mordecai finally says, we better get going to the dump. And Rigby starts monologuing, saying, it's not fair, man. It's not fair to the cart. Mordecai agrees with him, saying, dude, I love that. I love the cart, too, but we can't afford to keep it. Now let's pour one out for the hood, for old cart's sake. And for as old both, cart's sake. For old cart's sake. They, Rigby says, word. And they both put their heads down. And start pouring their sodas. I forgot to mention they're drinking sodas. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're drinking sodas. They pour one. They pour the sodas onto the hood of the car, and they're both sniffling and crying. And we get an inside shot of the sodas in going through the hood, and electricity starts crackling. And you get a quick little shot of a little heart puffing out from the engine. Meaning mm-hmm. the cart, the cart's turning alive, and the start, then the cart starts sparking a lot. It starts getting brighter. Mordecai Rigby get out of the cart in confusion, saying, "Huh?" Then the electricity crackling stops, calms down, and we see the headlights start to light up, with light up, as if someone is waking up. And then the cart says its first words. Is this what it's like to be conscience? Hmm. Mordecai, so, yeah. Well, real quick, um, you had mentioned that they were drinking uh, sodas. And obviously, every time they drink that in a regular show, that is supposed to be beer. And I know that that's beer. And there's there's I even made an, a note of an adult joke here. Uh-huh. You know how people always say, like, pour one out for the homies or whatever? Yeah. That, that's usually with, like, beer or some type of alcohol, you know? I I remember I used to do that with sodas back in high school just because I thought it was funny. It didn't yeah. really land all the time. Um, I know that um, it is common for people to visit their loved ones, like, graves, like, after they've passed away. And they bring, like, their favorite drink for them. And they, like, you know, like, pour it on the grass to, like, so... So, like, your your lost friend can, like, have, have a drink again, you know? Yeah. I'd want that. When when you pass on, what would your drink of choice be that you would like people to pour out for you? Either Bailey's or Corona. I, I knew it was going to be Corona for you. 
Yeah. I, what would you, I want to guess for you now. You know, I don't even know. It's um, Would it be some type of beer? I mean, probably. Like, I, I, I just, I'm, I'm not sure which one exactly. No, pff, oh, that, I am offended. I'm, <laughs> I'm so offended by that. What the hell? <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I guess you can't go wrong with, like, a, like, a Corona or a Mod- Modelo. Ah, uh, Modelo's. I had a Modelo, like, a couple of weeks ago. It was nice. Um, I, I don't know, but I feel like I'd want something, like, more sophisticated than that. But then, again, like, simplicity is, like, I don't know, like, that... Bourbon. I probably will never drink bourbon again, because the last time I, I got sick it was because of bourbon. It was not fun. Yeah, no, it's... Like uh, bourbon, hard liquor, some hard liquors for me it just doesn't sit right. You know, it it I don't even know if it would be like a a beer for me. Um, it could honestly be a pop or whatever, or a soda. Doctor Pepper. Doctor Pepper, I like Doctor Pepper. Yeah, see, there you go. Maybe, maybe a Mountain Dew. Ooh. So, <clears throat> um, Mordecai and Rigby step back, and the cart has come alive. And Mordecai says, "What? How is this possible?" And then Rigby looks down at the soda that they were drinking, and the can says caffeinated soda, thunder jolt, ten times the caffeine. So that probably is what activated the the engine to make the cart come alive. And Rigby's like, whoa. And then they're like, this is awesome. And then the cart talks, and he has like a very specific voice to him. I'm not sure who the voice actor is. But he, he kind of sounds, he sounds like very AI and like robotic sounding but also human. And he says, I am happy. Also, Entity Mordecai and Entity Rigby. And then Mordecai says like, oh, dude, you know us. Call us Mordecai and Rigby. And Rigby's like, don't you have a name? And then the cart says, well, according to the writing on my insides, it's Echo en Mexico, which translates into made in Mexico. And Rigby says, we'll just call you cart. And then the cart is like, wow, my first nickname. A lot of good that'll do me now that you have to take me to the dump. And then he gets all like sentimental and stuff. And he's like, I've only been alive 30 seconds and I already know that life is cruel. And to think, I've never still felt the delicate touch of a lady cart. That's what it was. Okay, we're going to get to that later. <laughs> Remember this line that he's never felt the delicate touch of a lady cart before. You know what? That he, what his words are very relatable. I haven't touched Damn. a woman in like two and a half years. Someone touch me, Jason. You want to touch me? No, no. Okay. Okay. I, I'm hard, hard pass. Okay. Thank you. Very hard pass. Oh, I got a story to tell you. Like after, after, like we get to XR to the lunchtime or whatever. It's about class. Oh gosh. Anyways, continue on. <laughs> okay, so uh, the cart is monologuing, but then Rigby's like, "God, oh, I can't stand this." Mordecai says, "Cart, you deserve better than this." Before you go to the dump. We are going to take you on the best experience to do all the things you never got to do. And then the cart's like, wow, you do that for old cart's sake? And Mordecai's like, yeah, dude, for old cart's sake. Hmm, <laughs> hmm, They both hmm for the episode. So <clears throat> um, Mordecai says, so what do you want to do first, cart? And then uh, the cart starts the radio in him and straps seatbelts over Mordecai and Rigby. They do a donut driving away and the first thing that they do is they go to a rock concert that's nearby. Um, it's like just this rock band and the cart comes from the uh, upstage and everyone in the in the crowd is kind of cheering him on and then the cart fucking 
drives off the side of the stage to stage dive. And obviously this is just like a huge cartoon logic where you don't know what the hell is going on. Uh, the crowd catches the car and makes it crowd surf, even though that would weigh almost a ton. If not, it does weigh a ton. And next in the montage, we're at a bridge and there's um, there's a guy that hooks a bungee cord to the back of the cart where you would usually tow it. And the cart drives off the side of the cliff to bungee jump. And obviously, if this were actual, like, real life, that cart would break and go plummeting into the ground. Next, we go to a tattoo parlor, and the tattoo artist gives the cart a nice little, I guess, tramp stamp that would be. And (laughs) it's of an American eagle in front of an American... Or American eagle. (laughs) It's a bald (laughs) eagle in front of the American flag with... um, typography that says cart on it and then (laughs) next we see mordecai turn the ignition and the cart has uh jumper cables hooked up to a volkswagen beetle and that line that i said to remember from earlier yeah that volkswagen car is like one of those ladybug cars which makes it a lady and the cart is hooking up with it with the bungee cords so could you imagine that volkswagen be a bug is actually a dude you know how awkward that would be for him so um there's electricity going like in between the cables and then the ladybug like she starts to like flash her (laughs) she's flash oh (laughs) my god this is not (laughs) She is flashing her headlights and her windshield wipers are going back and forth and she's shaking uncontrollably and so is the cart. So <sighs> yeah, their their engines are purring and they've they've reached like they've reached that moment if you know what I mean. He he lasts longer than I do, I'll tell him that. <sighs> Anyways, I'm probably gonna cut that out. <laughs> so next they visit Cheezers and instead of going to the drive thru the cart goes inside of the restaurant and they order some grilled cheese. And the cart busts through the door, breaking it down. And then in the next shot, you could see some workers like boarding up the doors that just got ruined. And the montage ends and they're now eating with their grilled cheese. And what's their next conversation? I, I was going to ask you, would you ever, uh, fr- out of the entire montage, would you ever do bungee jumping? I think bu- I'm, I, it's been a while since I've looked at my bucket list, but I definitely want to bungee jump one day. I'd want to. I'd cry. I would I, definitely like be in tears, shriveled up, and not do it. I know I went on the the John Hancock tilt, but, but that's 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 the extent of me going down on heights. You know, I don't know um, if I could do bungee jumping. Back when I was there. Um, we I, I used to like to like mess with the with the customers that were in there where while they were on the tilt and it was like tilted the 30 degrees out i would yell to them being like all right we're gonna open up the windows in three <laughs> two and then they all started to scream oh you're, and, a, you're um, an asshole for that that's funny and then uh i would whenever i would let them in the tilt room i would like kind of send them on their way being like all right I'm about to let you guys in, and just remember, if the glass breaks, you got the rest of your life to enjoy the view. (laughs) (laughs) 
it was always so fun to like see like the reactions and um we, we would do like a bunch of different pranks to the point where the manager had to send out a mass email being like hi everyone uh we understand that you might want to enhance the tilt experience but just use your judgment because apparently we got this complaint where um one of my coworkers pretended to like drop a, a loose bolt on the ground like it came off the machine oh my and, god and this like this karen dad freaked out and he like asked for a refund and he was like yelling and shit so. oh my god i mean understandably <laughs> so but damn i don't what i don't know what what's the line where is the line with that if that was a line then that's crazy to me See, I, I knew, I kind of, I, I had to know the audience. Like, when I was scanning the people's tickets, I was like, hmm, can I mess with them or can I not? Mm-hmm. But some some of my coworkers, like, they they really pushed the limit. And, <laughs> yeah, it was not good. And think what else. Um, the, the tramp stamp one. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think we both would absolutely with us having tattoos no i don't think that's a place where we would get one well tramp stamps are are a girl's tattoo yeah i know but i'm just saying (laughs) if there was ever a time if someone had to give us the option not even give us we're forcing us to get one i would say no would you ever get a back tattoo um well i i have a tattoo on my on my left shoulder blade but no, okay, I'm saying that's... like full on back. Oh, like like a back piece. Um, yeah. Uh, probably not because I feel like tattoos, like you get them so they could be shown off, you know. Yeah. But you wear tank tops. Yeah, yeah. Um, I so I like wear because um, two of my tattoos, or I guess three of them, are like hidden. Two uh-huh. of them are like on my torso, and then one of them's on my on my thigh. Uh huh. And um. So when summer comes, I like to wear tank tops so I can, like, show off my, like, chest ones. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're, they're small. And the only reason, like, the placement is there is because they, they were, like, my first and second tattoo. And typically, like, at least for me, I, like, I was still feeling out, like, the whole, do I want visible tattoos, this and that. But obviously, I now have tattoos that show. So I know I've been saying this a lot, but I really do want to finish my forearm, my other half mm-hmm. of the forearm. Just I'm thinking about, I'm already thinking about getting my next tattoo, which will be next to my high five ghost. What is it going to be? Is it muscle man? Uh, no, hell no. I would not get a muscle man tattoo. Is it a low sure. five? Is it a low five ghost? Uh, no, it's not. And you are going to have to wait and find out. Uh, but I haven't even scheduled my appointment, so I don't know when that will be. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> continue on. <clears throat> so... We're, so the montage ends, and we have Cart, Mordecai, and Rigby eating outside. It's the afternoon, going into the evening. And all of a sudden, Mordecai's radio goes off with Benson's voice, saying, Mordecai, Rigby, are you there? And Mordecai and Rigby kind of stop eating. Cart suggests that they answer with a French accent. But Mordecai says, like, what? No way. He answers Benson, saying, hey, Benson. But then Cart comes up with another prank. Saying, wait, 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 tell him we just picked up his mama. And this causes Rigby to kind of giggle. And Mordecai kind of elbows Rigby saying, dude, shut up. Benson says, you guys were due back hours ago. Mordecai tries to explain and apologize saying, sorry, weep, but gets cut off by Benson saying, I don't care. Get back here or you're fired. And Mordecai looks over to Rigby saying, all right, we better head to the dump. And... 
Uh, Rigby kind of looks over to Mordecai and says, where's Cart? Mordecai and Rigby get up, trying to look around for Cart, saying, oh, what, did he ditch us? But then Rigby looks over to the left and says, oh, no, there, this is just like that time that Benson had us take care of his dogs, then we took the dogs to Jesus, then the dog ran away. <laughs> and they look over to the other side of the uh, outside patio area of Cheezers, and, and Mordecai points out, like, where Cart is. And says, wait, there he is. And Cart's standing by the bed and looking at it straight with a dead face. Mordecai and Rigby walk up to Cart, asking, Cart, what are you doing? Cart responds with, sorry, guys, I was just throwing away our trash. Kind of like how you're going to throw me away, you know, at the dump. Mordecai <laughs> feels bad about this. And he's just like, oh, come on, Cart. It's not like that. And Cart's still upset. He says, is that all I am? Just a used up old taco wrapper? Mordecai sighs at this. Cart says, you know what would make me feel better? If I could get a, a view of the sunset. Rigby agrees to this and points at the sun saying, yeah, that sunset is prime send-off material. And looks over to Mordecai and saying, let's go. Mordecai's kind of hesitant about this. He's like, I don't know. Cart kind of drives over a little bit to get a little bit closer. And he says, just one more drive for old Cart's sake. And he gives off the little puppy dog eyes. Mordecai changes his mood. And he says, ah, I can't say no to that face. <clears throat> so th that's a common thing throughout this episode. For old Cart's sake is what they say. Yeah. Um, But we... We switch to the next episode. Or episode, yeah. Nice. Next episode. We clock wipe over to the next scene, and they're on top of a uh, parking lot high rise looking off into the sunset. And the cart says, Wow, it's magnificent. Just seeing such beauty gives meaning to my short life. An even shorter life as a sentient being. I really feel at peace. Mordecai's like, That's great, dude. All right, let's get going. But then, as soon as they're about to enter the cart, the cart drives off and he kind of turns around. He's like, you know, I've never been to a car wash. And then Mordo and Riggs are like, but we wash you all the time. And then Cart's like, no, I have real car wash. Look, I know you wouldn't understand because you're on to you're not a golf cart, but I don't want to go without experiencing this. And Rigby says, but we'll get soaked. And the cart is all like, yeah, well, I'm getting crushed. Seems like the least you could do with me being crushed and all. <laughs> and uh, th that's the whole thing about this cart character. He's all like philosophical, but also like kind of, I'm not sure if like manipulative. He's guilt word, tripping them. Yes, he's guilt tripping like hella. So <laughs> we cut to our car wash and we get a montage of like Mordecai and Rigby just blank staring in the car wash they're covered in soap and they're being like sprayed in the face with water and then going through the air vents um they leave the car wash and car is like oh thanks so much guys it really means a lot to me and now that i'm clean i'm ready for my final wish and rigby says oh what you said the last thing was the last thing and then the card's like oh i promise this is it one last wish for old cart's sake he says again and then Mordecai's like, all right, fine, but that's it. Uh, the cart's like, oh, nice, let's go. And then 
we clock wipe over to um, a family restaurant is what it says on the sign. And everything's in quotes. Uh, the, the sign says family restaurant, live entertainment, fine dining, fun, established in 1960. And Mordecai and Rigby are kind of like skeptical, skeptical about this. They go in, but it looks like um, it's kind of like the salty spittoon from Spongebob. So they go inside and then all everyone in here is buff and Mordecai and Rigby are looking around. They know that they don't belong in this place. You know, it's like a bunch of like buff guys with like tattoos and bandanas and stuff. And then these guys arguing back and forth about like whatever stuff. And people are getting into fights. Uh, the cart leans over the bar and the bartender's like, hey, you going to order something? And then the cart says engine oil, black. And Mordecai's like, ooh, I get it. He's, and he Mordecai slams a couple dollar bills on the table and says, oil's on me. So he gets served his oil, and then Mordecai says to the car, he's like, oh, dude, you should have told us, you should have just told us that you wanted a final oil change. And then there's like this uh, biker guy sitting at the bar next to them, and he says, hey, don't you know that that grade of oil can cause wear and tear on your engine? And then the cart kind of stands up to him. He's like, whoa, maybe I got a death wish, pal. And then the biker goes back to his drink and he's like, junkers like you should be taken to the dump. And then all of a sudden um, he walks away, but the cart kind of calls him a jerk, like behind his back. Mordecai says like, okay, hi, you got your last drink. Let's hurry to the dump because it's getting late. And then the cart's like, oh, this? Well, this isn't the last thing. And... Rigby's like, oh, what? So what is the last thing? And the cart says, watch this. And what happens? The cart drives over to the same guy that was kind of bad-mouthing him, and he pushes him over on a... or pushes him to a stool and breaks it. And he turns to Mordecai and Rigby, who have their jaws dropped on the floor. Cart says, I've always wanted to get into a fight! <sighs> and, the, and the guy that he pushed over... Uh, is about to swing at Cart, but Cart uh, dodges and goes and swings at another, or the guy that was about to punch Cart accidentally swings another part attendant, and he's and he has his hands on his jaw saying, them fighting, them's fighting words, and he punches back, and all of a sudden we get yeah. into this big fight scene with everyone kind of punching each other. <laughs> it's just a free-for-all, and they're it's all a- getting in it. It's a bar fight. What actually no, before we before I analyze or break down this bar fight, would you ever find yourself at a bar fight? Uh no. I've played enough Red Dead 2 to know that <laughs> you don't you don't want to get into a bar fight. And um Especially like ones like this. Yeah, um and it's funny because the ref the mission that I'm referencing is one of the best missions in the game. Is it Red and, Dead uh, one or two that you're referencing? Red Dead Two. Okay. You still haven't played it, right? Nope. Dude, you got to. Uh, I keep saying it's it's one of those, like, it could be compared to The Last of Us. Red Dead 2 and The Last of Us are, like, the best story games. Yeah. No, I believe it you. One of those, it's one of those games where it's like, you just stare at the screen as the credits roll and cry. Do you want, the reason why I haven't played it is because I know how Red Dead 1 ends and how the story goes and everything. So... There's that. I don't know anything about Red Dead 2, which is quite unfortunate. Because if I... And I know Red Dead 2 is a prequel. 
So if I go into the second one, I don't know. It, it's well, weird for me. I actually haven't played the first Red Dead. I, I just played Red Dead 2, and then eventually I want to play uh, the first Red Dead, which we, we the whole world thought that we were going to be getting a remake and, like, port it to PC and everything, like, legit. But freaking Rockstar really hates their fans. They, they gave us a Red Dead remaster ported to the Nintendo Switch and the PS4, not the 5. The what? 4. What? And... It's priced at 50 bucks. Like, what? I thought, okay, I heard about the Switch one. I didn't know about the PlayStation. Why the hell would you port it to the PS4 and not the 5? You know, I think uh, it's because uh, the graphics and all of its hardware is stuck to Xbox 360, PlayStation 3 kind of hardware. So (sighs) if it got ported over to PS5, then they would need to actually update the graphics and everything. Think of um, trying to think of a really low res game that turned out to be or that got a redesign. And the only thing I can um, actually think of is like Halo, Halo Two Anniversary. I think of the um, the GTA uh, trilogy, like the remake. I heard those those were ass. Yeah, that turned out to be a fail. So Rockstar has just taken so many L's, and. I'm just all I'm gonna say is they better be like prioritizing GTA six to be releasing all this like shit stuff lately. You know what? That would make a lot of sense. But anyway, we digress. Um <laughs> yeah, so basically the, the this is like a free for all fight scene. Like there there's like so much to like explain right now. So if you want to like watch it, it's around like eight fifteen in the episode. And Mordecai and Rigby even kinda get into the fight. They're punching people. And uh the cart, like uh the, the top of the cart, like, kind of gets, like, dented and stuff. Eventually, the fight ends with the b- bartender throwing the three out. And saying, like, get out of here. This is a decent family establishment. Don't need your low lives messing things up. And the joke here is that, like, that is definitely not a family establishment. He says um, it all in quotes. Yeah. But Mordecai and Rigby get thrown out, but the cart is not there. So they're looking around, and then Mordecai's like, oh, I knew it. He ditched us. We should have taken that cart to the dump when we had the chance. We're so fired, dude. But then Rigby says, hey, look, Mordecai, there's oil tracks on the ground. So they follow the trail of oil, and it leads them to a cliffside where the cart, which is totally busted at this point, is looking off into the moonlight because it's night now. Mordecai's like, cart, what are you doing up here? And then the cart says, I'm... I'm so sorry, you guys. I just didn't want you to have to see me like this. And then Mordecai says, like, ah, oh, it's all right, dude. Can we please just go to the dump now? And the cart says, if I have to go, I'm going to do it my way. I want to be sent off this cliff into the ocean filled with fireworks from a third world country to go out in a blaze of glory. That's my final wish. My final, final wish. And Mordecai and Rigby just stare, being like, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Which, I mean, if I were in this situation, I'd be like, dude, we've already gotten into so much trouble. I'm driving your ass to the dump. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was going to say, like, I'm the opposite. I'd do it. Uh, I don't know. Well, let's see what exactly happened. So, clock wipe over. So, we clock wipe to Mordecai 
dumping some uh, Mexican fireworks onto the back of Cart. And he says, all right, that's the last of them. Cart turns around, or Cart says, thanks, guys. Mordecai asks him, do you have any regrets? Cart responds, well, I never did write that novel. But I've seen things other carts wouldn't believe. I've started out an all-out I started an all-out brawl at a family restaurant. I've watched sunbeams shimmers over the city from the highest parking ramp. My only regret is that is that I couldn't hold more fireworks. <laughs> Mordecai kind of questions him. He's like, "Yeah, but that's still a lot." <laughs> Card agrees happily and says, "Yeah, it is." And all three of them give a whoa. whoa. And then Carr finally accepts his fate and says, let's get this show on the road. He revs up his engine and Mordecai holding a lighter in his hand saying, good luck, old friend. And he lights the candle. Cart's tire screeches and he drives off the cliff in the coolest way possible with fireworks exploding behind him as he descends into the water. Mordecai and Rigby have these sparklers in their hand as he as they watch Cart go into the ocean. And as he dives into the water, we get one final boom that kind of splashes that splashes up. Mordecai says, coolest decommission ever. Rick and Rigby Damn. agrees. Then all of a sudden we get a uh call from Benson over on the radio. Saying, Mordecai, Rigby. Mordecai answers Benson. Benson then says, yeah, there's been an accounting error. So I forgot to carry a zero. And it turns out we can't afford the new card. And the seat warmer gave Muscle Man third degree burns on 70% of his butt. And we, yeah. have, and we quickly pan over to an ambulance. Kind of putting out uh, Muscle Man's butt that's on fire. We have one dude... <laughs> throwing a blanket over him, kind of patting down the fire. Another medic is has a fire extinguisher at the ready. And Benson says, we need you to bring the old cart back. And as he says that, uh, the, the guy, the medic with the fire extinguisher puts out muscle man. <laughs> and we cut back to Mordecai and Rigby with Benson over the radio saying, I bet you two are glad to hear that. You know, it wasn't such a bad old cart after all. And we get this wide shot of Mordecai and Rigby standing over the cart, over the cliff where the cart jumped off. And there's still a little bit of bubbles signifying that, you know, he's still kind of alive. Mordecai sighs and says, ugh, let's go get him. Thus cutting <laughs> to black and ending the episode. Wow. Wow. There you go. <laughs> I actually want to know uh, uh, who, who voiced cart. Toby Jones. Who is that? Oh, Toby Jones. He's like a like a common uh, VA on regular show. Oh, he, okay then. He voices like a lot of like characters. When whenever there's like a voice that they need, they're they're probably like, "Hey, uh, Toby, can you get over here and like voice this guy real quick?" It's it's probably faster than like trying to like hire someone, you know? Yeah. Um, let me see Toby Jones regular show. I want to see Toby Jones's work. See yeah, if I can um, recognize him from anywhere. Oh. Uh, Toby Jones is a storyboard artist for a regular show, and he is currently the supervising director of OKKO OK Lakewood Plaza Turbo. Nice. Oh, I'm like, wait, 
Oh, Jones. Is it Jones? No, no, Jones. Jones. I, th there's there's a different show. Toby Jones. I I typed in Toby Jones regular show. Yeah, there's a lot of Toby Jones. Mm -hmm. And it's actually a funny story on how he was hired for regular show. Yeah. He was hired. He was hired onto the show in a rather unusual way. Um, I'm reading this off of the regular show wiki. Okay. A frustrated JG Quintel was looking for storyboard artists and desperately made a tweet via his Twitter account stating, looking for storyboard artists. Uh, Jones tweeted back and emailed Quintel via Facebook, interested in doing a storyboard test for the show. Quintel gave him one and he passed the test. Wow. And, um, I, do you think it was cool. do you think it was this episode that he kind of that he pitched him? Um well this is pretty late into the series so probably not. Oh, um, okay. But if you want to read the full story I'm going to read this later cuz it's super cool. Um he he, he kind of like elaborates on like what he did like why regular shows like one of his favorite shows to work on where he came from where he's at now. Anyway, why don't we get to lunchtime? That was a terrible transition. Lunchtime. It's lunchtime. It's okay. I I, I can hear my stomach growling a little bit. I have some pasta downstairs that I could eat up, and I really want to get to. So yeah, let's get to lunchtime. <laughs> All right. So, I'm going to be reading trivia off the fan wiki like I always do. Trivia for this episode, Echo en México is Spanish for Made in Mexico, like I said. And it's also revealed that Benson used to have a dog, but Mordecai and Rigby <laughs> lost it when he asked them to take it out for a walk. That also brings us to an episode connection. The story about that dog that Rigby mentions... We will later get a flashback of that same incident in the episode Blind Trust. Oh. Pop culture references. The scene where Mordecai and Rigby sit in the cart near the airport is a reference to Wayne's World where a similar scene oh. is shown. And then I had also made the note myself that a possible pop, pop culture reference could be Back to the Future with the cart full of manure. Yeah. Episode Goofs. Because we got a couple of them. Smartin Carton has di diaraces in both of the A's. So I, I guess it's not called an umlaut. It's called a diaraces. What I don't even know. I'm not pronouncing that right. But I don't know. We can ask Ethan. <laughs> yes. Um, but in German, the word Smartin Carton does not really have the dot at the top. So... Um, they are shown to be two carts at the park at times. However, in this episode, all the characters act like there's only one single cart in the entire park, and it's the one that Mordecai and Rigby drive. The box of fireworks can be seen in the back of the cart when Mordecai and Rigby find him on the cliff, but we have no idea where those fireworks came from. They just kind of appeared. And then the tattoo that cart gets disappears throughout the rest of the episode that's just you know cartoon animation it's still there you know so a little funny detail. And, right and then alternate versions because we have a difference between the american version and the british version so in america mordecai's line saying let's go get him is changed to benson saying mordecai rigby did you get all that 
and this is not censored in the U.S. Season 3 DVD release. And I think I we might even be watching that uh, version right now, or at least I am. Uh-huh. In the U.K., the scene where the cart is hooking up with the lady car, that scene was cut. Oh. And the cart's engine failing was replaced with the sound of bubbles for whatever reason. And then also... Um, in the UK version, that line of "Let's go get him" was also replaced with Benson saying, "Mordecai Rigby, did you get all that?" I don't see what's wrong with the line "Let's go get him," but okay. Oh, weird. <laughs> all right, take us through lunchtime. So, with uh, mm. season three, episode thirty-one, out of commission, who do you think the protagonist was? I wrote that it was Mordecai and Rigby. I also wrote. I also said it's Mordecai and Rigby. Who do you think the antagonist of it of this episode was? <sighs> the antagonist was the cart. Yeah, in a way, it was a cart. Fucking guilt tripping them 100% of the time. It, it was kind of like the scenario where it's like you like realize that he was technically the bad guy, even though he was like valued between Mordecai and Rigby. Uh-huh. Uh, were there any O's or hmms that you counted in this episode? There was one O and one hmm. Yep. Uh, how many adult jokes did you catch in this episode? Um, I caught three of them. Technically, two of them are kind of the same. There was the pour one out. There okay. was la- la- having one last oil or drink. Yep. And then, of course, there was the cart hooking up with the Volkswagen. That one, I have no idea Got how that got past Cartoon Network. Yeah, how did that not... Well, yeah, it was censored in the UK, but still. Still. Uh, any iconic regulation moments? Um, I wrote that there were none. I would, I would have, said, or I would say that car going off the, going off the cliff with the fireworks was pretty cool. That's just a yeah, true. Thing. That was. Were there any licensed music used for this episode? There was no real songs. So after watching this episode, how would you rate this? Uh, based on memorability on a scale of 5 out of 5 alright we're gonna get into it out of 5 I gave this a 2 really uh yeah you know what to be fair yeah yeah uh I give it like a 2.5 close to a 3 okay that's a fun one so would you say this is a skip or a must watch episode <sighs> I wrote that this episode was a skip I you know what it's been a while yeah I would say it's a skip as well I mean, because, like, usually when we say a must-watch, it's because either the episode is cool or that you need to, like, watch it to understand something later. Like, the only thing that you really get out of this is that Mordecai and Rigby care about the cart, but that that doesn't really warrant enough for you to have to watch it. Yeah, it's just a fun little episode that you can just watch. It is fun, but ask me the next question. So would you say this is a good or a bad episode? I actually gave this a bad. Uh, I can't disagree with you because in compared to even Trucker Hall of Fame was good. Yeah. I'm not saying so, well, I can't wait to get to I can't wait to get to the tier list now. Right, yeah. <laughs> I I already know where this is going. Did you also give this a bad? Yeah, I gave this a bad. Uh, because I I don't know like I never really liked this episode too much like there's 
there's nothing wrong with it, but it's just kind of boring, you know? It's boring. Um, it, it was... It felt out of place. Like, it it just felt like a huge, like, babysitting episode. Yeah, it felt filler. I, I know... Yeah, it is filler. And I when I say babysitting, I know that we just got done with Dead at 8, and that was a babysitting scene, but... At least that episode had some action, you know? It did. It had more but, interesting action than... We only had, like, a short bar fight in this one. Yeah, and, like, that was the most interesting part. But even then, it was it was, it was was not much. And, I don't know, this episode was just Mordecai and Rigby being dragged around, feeling obligated to do things. Pretty mm-hmm. straightforward. And, and also, that, for old cart's sake... That got really old fast. It did. Regardless, in the end, we are at 102 O's and 63 hmms in the entirety of a regular show. Wouldn't... I'm, now I'm curious. Do they pick up the hmms in later seasons? I feel like they do. I, I, I think they do. The, the ratio isn't like too off, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, that is our review for season three, episode 31 of regular show, Out of Commission. So there you go. Um, anything else that you would like to say about this episode before we wrap up? I gotta get some food. I'm hungry. Yes, me too. Uh, I will say that the snacks helped me. It's funny because I, <laughs> I made the whole snack thing into a bit, but the only time I ever ate it was when I did the bit, and I haven't been eating it. <laughs> I would have expected you to eat it while it was my turn reading, but I'm pretty sure your your fancy mic would have picked it up. That's why I didn't do it. But the both of us are going to get some food right now. So if you want to know what we're doing when we are not recording, you could follow us on X, which is at ExcellentPod. No, follow us on Twitter. Don't follow us on X. Oh, X, yeah. I just realized what, we, what you were referencing. God damn it. We didn't even get to talk about that. Maybe next one. Maybe, maybe next one. You'll find us there at ExcellentPod. Check out our group YouTube channel, which is called The Schwam Squad. All of these links are in the description of this episode. So that's all I got. Is that all you have? Yeah. All right. So you better dive into that lake to go retrieve the cart and then get back to work or you're fired. <laughs>